What is up? Hello there. My name is Jessica Patching Bunch. You can call me JPB. And this is Brain Body Resilience. This is a podcast dedicated to growth, human development, and stressing a little bit less so you can go ahead and live a little bit more. Hello, friends. Welcome back. Today, I want to talk a little bit about using the tools that we have in our brain, our body, and our breath to take control and exercise the agency we have to affect change in ourselves, in how we feel, and how we experience life. The tools that we have, that we are able to cultivate by using nothing but our ourselves, our own brain, our own body, and our own breath to connect the two, help us to create a space that is calm and safe so that we can look a little bit deeper into some of the layers that are underneath the constant kind of chaos that might be there that is creating a lot of the overwhelm and stress and anxiety until we are able to calm that we can't look deeper at what the root of our issue is, where we can take care of some of those deeper layers to help address the real issue creating the chaos and the stress and the overwhelm and the anxiety. And so when we talk about like getting at these deeper layers, sometimes you will navigate those layers on your own. You don't have to. Sometimes it looks like seeing a therapist or getting, hiring a coach, or even just like finding a safe space in your community, maybe a a group or just your trusted person to help you sort through some of the thoughts and feelings that come up in those deeper layers. And however you need to handle those layers will change in different stages of life for different things. It doesn't have to be one thing or another. And in any case, those deeper layers are where that root of your stress is. You have to be the one to address them, but you don't have to do it alone. I think we have this idea that we have to, I don't know, suck it up and do it on our own, or like we're not supposed to ask for help and it's shameful to ask for help. And and a lot of this comes from not acknowledging mental health in a productive way. It's become a conversation, which is a step in the right direction, but it's still kind of a dirty little word like, oh, your mental health, or um, it still signifies that there's a problem. And speaking about mental health does not signify that there's any kind of problem. It's just acknowledging that that is a piece of our health. So if we can't even talk about it without shame, how do you think we're going to ask for help without shame? We probably can't. And this is something that I run into with my clients as we transition into different pieces of the program, or even just getting people kind of on board with the idea of asking for help with these things, because we have this idea of like, I should be able to do this on my own. I should be able to do this. And I know this so well. And that is a trauma response, my friends, having to do everything on your own and not trusting anyone else to help you is just a sign that you learned somewhere along the way that 
you couldn't trust other people to help you. And so opening up for the possibility that you don't have to do everything on your own and that there is help out there um, is a, is, is a first place to start there. And, you know, so where I'm going with this is, is just looking at these deeper layers, because if we're, if we're looking at how to really manage our stress and anxiety and, and get at the root of these overwhelm, um, the overwhelm and, and the just constant feeling out of control and not, not knowing how to kind of ground ourselves and create the space that we need to, to manage ourselves, to feel in control, to self-regulate all these things. We can't just keep kind of putting a bandaid on it and thinking that that is going to really lead to any kind of change. And so however we need to handle um, looking at these deeper layers and getting at the root of our stress, whether it be with external help or not. And again, that's going to look different depending on what stage of life you're in, which layers you're looking at, all of these things. Those are all options. But when we start looking at those layers, this is where we start to see a lot of that self-blame and shame and the negative thought loops and fixed mindsets that keep us in those absolutes, in those limits that we place on ourselves that keep us in that state of uh, fight or flight, in that threatened state, in that reactive state. And there's that saying, I'm sure we've all heard, that life is 10% what happens to you and then 90% how you react to it. And I don't know who came up with those percentages, but what I do know is that two people can have the same experience, more than two people, a lot of people can have the same experience, and have a totally different experience of that event. And the way that we experience things is based on the perspective we have and the mindset we have. And those are shaped by what truth we know and how much room we leave for possibility of change. And the truth we know is based on the experiences that we've had. But in the present moment, the ability to be able to shift that truth and add or subtract pieces as they no longer fit into this puzzle of how we want to be in the world, depending on learning new things and opening up our perspective, opening up our lens through which we view the world, allowing for possibility of something different. Because we are meant to evolve with these experiences that we have, and we have, we have to leave room for that perspective to change and evolve with new information and the possibility that how we experience something will be different. And so I, I repeated myself in there a little bit, and, and I just want to make this really clear. What I mean with all of that is that you can change how you experience your environment, but you have to be willing to adapt and evolve and just leave the possibility open that those are things that can happen, that you can adapt and you can change and you can evolve and you can learn new information that will inform how you move forward with different thoughts and different experiences, different behaviors, and and how you act. Um, The actions that you take might be able to change so that there is the possibility that you can have a different experience that doesn't feel so heavy, that isn't filled with anger and rage all the time, that isn't um, anxious all the time, that isn't stressed and overwhelmed and out of control. 
you have to first believe that that's even a possibility for you. And it is, but nobody else can make that, open that door. Um, and so until, until you're able to do that, and I'm not talking about all the time, but like, unless you're able to see little bits of time, little moments of, of clarity and calm and understand that those can expand or even that there it's a, it's a possibility. Again, nobody else can do that work for you. Um, and you have to get there first. And so if we're looking at our internal environment, oh, wait, I'm going to back up. So we're looking at our environments because you can change how you experience your environment. And so you get to change your environment and your internal environment is all yours to access. And you're the only one who can do that. Whereas the external environment, you have some control over, but there are other factors, other people in the world and there are systems in place and there are structures and there's, you know, access to care, uh, social determinants of health, structural barriers. There's, there's a lot of factors that are not in your control in your external environment. So if we're not looking at our internal environment and how we can create the space for change and healing and letting things go and processing what needs attention, we can do all of the surface stress release tools and, you know, kind of like surf superficial self-care type of things, but we will be continuing to generate our never ending stress from within. If we're not looking at the root of the problem, the quick fixes and the immediate relief can only do so much. And it's not enough if the goal is sustained peace and calm. If the goal is to truly manage the overwhelm and the anxiety, we have to do the hard work. And that's what it is. It's it's hard. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to tell you that it's all rainbows and butterflies. And of course, it's different for everyone. And it's different in different stages of life. And it can be a roller coaster. But There is nothing like knowing that you are living a life of your own design, that you are creating the environment that you want, and that you can access a piece of calm, joy-filled space when you choose to. It's a lot easier to try to do all of the other things to cover it up and push it away and not have to deal with it, to try to smoke and drink and eat and sleep it all away. But that never really works. I tried for almost 20 years and it led me to just having seizures so that that shit could actually come out when it needed to, because I refused to look at those deeper layers. I refused to acknowledge the things that needed my attention and energy. So do the work, let that shit come out, cry when you need to cry. Don't apologize for it. If you wouldn't apologize for laughing never apologize for crying. I got that from my dear friend, Fit Ragamuffin, who is just incredible. Um, Find reasons to laugh. Give yourself joy on purpose, intentionally. Find little pieces of joy in your day because you need that joy buffer, especially when you're doing the hard work, especially when you're looking at these deeper layers. And so how do we even find the deeper layers? We have to create that space using the tools that we have to mitigate some of the chaos and overwhelm and anxiety and all of these things that are taking up all of our attention and energy currently. And until we clear some of those things out, we can't get to the root of the problem that is generating all of the anxiety and overwhelm and stress, the root cause of it. So my challenge to you this week 
is to create some space in your week, just to notice where you might need to dig a little bit deeper to get at the root. And this isn't about doing all of the work right now, but start to notice where there might be space to look a little bit deeper. Notice where you can maybe use these tools to, you know, clear out some more space so you have the room to look deeper. So that's my challenge for you this week. As always, I am so grateful that you're here. If you have any questions or comments or concerns, let me know. I always love hearing from you. If you like this episode, please share it. If you share it on social media, do me a favor and tag me so that I can um, see that and reshare, show you some love. And thank you for being here to listen to what I have to say. I hope it's helpful. I am so grateful you're here. I'm so grateful that um, to know that, you know, little pieces of my experience and my knowledge are, are helpful. So we'll do it again next week. Until then, I hope you have a beautiful week. Peace out.